Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Small Talk No More. I'm Alex, and today I've got with me Eva Danchova. She is Sync Coordinator at Cobalt, and she works with the likes of Billie Eilish, Phineas, and Lauf. Please welcome Eva Danchova. Oh, hi, Alex. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you so much, Eva, for being here. Um, so just to start with, uh, tell us um, who Eva is, what makes you so special, and what your experience is. Yeah, so my name's Eva. I work at a music company called Cobalt. For those of you who don't know what Cobalt is, Cobalt is one of the biggest independent music publishers. And we have AWOL as our label site. I work in the Sync team. Mm -hmm. Sync is is basically when you synchronize music to a moving image. So this will be the Mm -hmm. adverts, the films, the games. There's music in all of these productions. So basically, this is what me and my team do. We put music into these productions so that people can watch and enjoy. And then I go to a lot of live shows well obviously not now because we're in lockdown not now (laughs) (laughs) but when uh times get back to normal i'll start going to shows again and yeah this is it i work with a great team and i really do enjoy my job every single day that's really good that's a very privileged position to have Uh, let me ask you something uh, before anything that happens in the interview what's some uh, someone an artist uh, that you're looking forward to going to the show okay so i was supposed to go and see the weekend who is our client in october but obviously mm-hmm. the show um was scheduled till next year so i can't mm. wait because the weekend is my favorite artist and songwriter and he's happening to be our wow. client so this is just amazing no that's super cool well, so hopefully you'll get to see them um, next year. So, Eva, we're going to start with the first section of our interview, okay? We usually do a quick game with everyone just to get to know them, uh, break the eyes, and also for everyone that's listening to actually get to know the person that's behind the microphone. So we're going to have 30 seconds to play this game. They need to be really quick questions, really quick answers. Are you ready? Oh, that's a challenge. You know I like to talk, but let's do it. (laughs) Okay, so 30 seconds on the clock from now. So, Eva, what's your favorite new artist? My favorite new artist is Shaker. Um, He is a hip-hop R&B singer with an amazing Mm -hmm. voice, which I've discovered recently. So, yeah, it's my favorite new artist. Cool. And what's the worst movie you've watched during lockdown? Oh my God. I've watched so many movies during lockdown, but the worst one for me personally will be a movie called Isn't It Romantic? I really didn't enjoy it. It's with uh, Rebel Wilson and Chris Hemsworth. Okay. Um, I just did not like it. (laughs) Controversy. Creating controversy. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Um, next, what's your favorite meal? Ooh, that will probably be a homemade banana ice cream. It's literally frozen bananas and cacao mm-hmm. powder. You throw them in the blender, you blend it, and there you have it. Banana ice cream. You never have to spend money wow, on a 
store-bought ice cream again. Mm-hmm. There you go. Tip, uh, advice for everyone. Make banana ice cream. So next, um, Virgin Island or BC City Live? What do you prefer? Um, interesting. If you asked me this question two and a half months ago, I'll probably say Busy City Live. But today I'm going to answer you with Virgin Island. Okay. And if you had a superpower, would you prefer to fly or to be invisible? Oh, flying 100%. And uh, a question about your teenage years. What, did you have an emo period when you were a teenager? I think I did actually, but it was a very light version of an emo, the lightest version you can imagine. Mm. Okay. So I so like long hair, like a fringe covering your face and dark clothes or how is it? Well, I pierced my eyebrow and I was painting my nails in black. Nice. Okay. Um, and what else? I wasn't really into that um emo depressed kind of state because you know i'm quite a positive person mm -hmm. but i definitely yeah. started listening to more black uh rock and metal music so i i guess i guess you could say i had an emo period very light version but it still counts i think okay okay um really interesting you know um so i've got one last question for this game which is who is the most inspirational person you've met, whether it's ever or recently? Okay, this might be a shocking answer, but, you know, I'm going to say myself. Interesting. Interesting, yeah. I, I thought about it, and mm -hmm. I think we need to give ourselves more credit for everything we do, because mm -hmm. don't you inspire yourself every day by the things you want to achieve and the goals you accomplish? I think that's that's a great um, thing to just say to yourself. You inspire me mm. in the mirror. Why, why not? I mean, we always yeah. we always say, "Oh, I need someone to inspire me to go and do this." No, you don't. You know, mm -hmm. the inspiration has to come from within. Yeah, really interesting. Cool. Um, well, that's the end of the game. I just want to make a quick point on that. So, um, I think it's really cool that you look up to yourself. Um, so I think it was Matthew McConaughey who, when he got the Oscar, he said, I look up to myself in X amount of years. So he he's always like, I'm always trying to be a better version of me in the future. Yeah. Really interesting picture that he gave, yeah. Um, so interesting, Eva. Really interesting to see that you inspire yourself. It's really good to have inner motivation. So... Well, no. you know, I, I could always mention someone else, but I'd rather be honest. Yeah. And hopefully I will inspire other people to look within themselves. Very true. <laughs> Very true. I, I really appreciate that, actually. Um, so, Eva, let's move on to a bit more uh, serious part of our interview, which is getting to know more of the experience during this crazy, crazy time. So we are now towards the end of what, you know, has been a really crazy moment in our lives, which has been the lockdown. We're starting to come out, out of it, but obviously there's been some effects in everyone's work. So I want to know from your experience, what has been the impact of COVID and lockdown in the music industry? Yeah, so... 
COVID-19 had a huge impact on any business out there you can imagine. Mm. Um, so I guess each of these businesses, they had to find a way to adapt to this situation. And mm -hmm. so was the music business. I think the music business itself has been impacted massively by um, mm -hmm. COVID-19. First of all, I'm going to start with the live uh, music sector. Um, mm. You and I, we both know that this sector is worth billions and billions. Mm. Um, I mean, we spend so much money on live shows, don't we? Because you want to, yeah. you want to go and enjoy the experience. Uh, you want to be present um, mm. while you watch your favorite artists perform. Um, so definitely live music, um, I would say, suffered most because there are no live shows. And mm. I don't think there will be any live shows until um, earlier next year. I mean, as I mentioned earlier, the weekend's um, show was supposed to be in, in October. Um, but it was scheduled till next year because, you know, obviously you need you need at least a year in advance to book um, a venue, yeah. especially a venue as big as the O2 Arena. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, the live music sector is really struggling because all the music promoters and booking agency and venues, they're not getting any money. Mm. Um, and I'm sure, you, you you know, as from your experience as an artist manager, doing live shows for an artist is so important. Yeah, totally, yeah. Um, so that's one thing. And then um, from my perspective, working in the sync business, um, it's still... It's still very busy, which might be surprising to some people, um, mm. but definitely there's less adverts, less movies and TV shows um, mm. being produced. But I think now we have a lot more uh, productions focused on the virus itself. Um, mm -hmm. We've worked on a couple of adverts that were... Uh, focused on um, charities and NHS. So obviously for these kind of um, adverts, they needed music. Um, so I think the sync business also had to adapt and it's, mm -hmm. it's still, it's still quite busy. People will always need music for their uh, adverts and TV shows and games, but productions had to um, kind of adapt the way they work. And I know Stuff are still being filmed, but um, obviously they have to keep a two meter distance from each yeah. other. Uh, but you know, they found a way, things are still um, out there and things are still being released, which is amazing. Um, so do you think, do you think that has been the biggest challenge for say the sync side of um, the music industry? The fact that there's been less, uh, opportunities to place music in certain adverts or movies. So you yeah. guys have struggled to kind of get the music being used? Um, yeah, because, you know, we need productions and adverts um, where we can place our music at. And if there's mm. no adverts and productions, then we can't place our music in, in there. Mm -hmm. um, but one, one thing I want to mention is um, actually TikTok which um, 
obviously now during lockdown, it's been download, downloaded millions of, t- of um, times, um, mm-hmm. especially from teenagers, because obviously now they're at home and they can't see them, their friends. So TikTok yeah. is a great platform um, that they can use, you know, to mm-hmm. to make their life more interesting. And if you if you think about it, if, if a song gets viral on TikTok, then everyone knows about this song. Even if even if you're not on TikTok, then everyone mm-hmm. kind of start talking about it. Um, because as yeah. I sometimes watch um, videos, it's like a compilation of videos um, from TikTok that's been put on YouTube. I mm-hmm. don't, I don't have TikTok personally, but sometimes, you know, if I get a recommendation for uh, a video that's like the best, the best dance moves from TikTok, I'll probably watch it mm-hmm. just to see what it's like. And all these songs that get viral on TikTok, you know, um, they become mainstream. So this is very powerful because now people actually have more time to spend on the apps, especially mm-hmm. if you're a content creator. And if you, you know, if you create dance moves and if you put your stuff out there on TikTok, now you have so much time to do it. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's a big opportunity for, um, you know, music to get more popular. So um, are you saying that um, probably um, something good that's coming out of this and a opportunity for anyone that's uh, making music would be to use the fact that a lot of people are active on TikTok? Yeah, definitely. The only thing that TikTok needs to do is to start paying mm. artists. Because right, <laughs> Interesting, yeah. yeah. Because right now it's more like, um, like a Spotify, but with dance moves. I mean, yeah. TikTok doesn't pay um, artists and songwriters as of yet. Um, but you know, they're still new out there. I'm sure they will. Um, they'll make deals with labels and publishers so they can properly start mm. paying the the music creators. Um, and then another thing I want to mention is, uh, I'm sure you are aware of the game Fortnite. Yeah, totally, yeah. So I believe it was a few weeks ago, um, artists like Travis Scott and Marshmallow, um, they did mm-hmm. live stream performances, um, which it was a huge success. I was quite mm-hmm. surprised, but... Travis Scott, um, he managed to get 20, 20 million people on the game while he was performing. Yep. If you think about it, you can never fill, you can never actually find a venue with a 20 million capacity. Exactly. Um, and that's actually really interesting because I, I spoke about this exact topic uh, with Rob Samuel a couple of weeks ago about how the... Um, new opportunities that video games are opening up. So Rob is someone that um, looks after the accounts for the new Call of Duty. And then we were talking about the opportunities for musicians to actually use the video game industry to get that exposure, especially now that everyone's staying at home and more people are playing. And the fact that Travis Scott team got to do a gig live in front of such a huge amount of people it's insane and it's a great opportunity as well. I think this will be something that um, artists will probably try and do more often in the future, especially mm-hmm. if you're a big artist. And if uh, if you can get people 
to watch you perform live, then mm -hmm. you can definitely start doing it more often in the future because yeah. you don't you don't need to spend any money, you know, doing the live stream. Mm -hmm. Um, I know a lot of artists who do live stream performances on Instagram. It's it's just really easy, and it's such a great way to interact with your fan base. Mm -hmm. So this is definitely another opportunity. Live streaming is 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 a big thing. I I always believed in live streaming, even when I was at uni, um, and we were discussing it. All of my colleagues they were like, "But why would you want? Why would you want to watch a show on your laptop?" you might as well go and enjoy the show live. Yeah. But, you know, but things have changed. It's a changed. different way of engaging, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, totally. Mm. Yeah, so we just need to see where it goes. But I definitely think this is a big one. And I, I, think, I, think, I, I think I do agree with that, especially the live streaming side, because a artist that I discovered recently is Sophie Tucker. Oh yeah. Uh, she, yeah, she's insane. I love her. Well, and, she's signed to us, so. Oh, cool. Go. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I kind of started hooking up to their style because of the live shows they're doing on on Instagram, mm -hmm. and they are very good performers. And the yeah. sort of performance they put on on my phone, I go on the live stream, I look at my phone, I'm like, I'm just enjoying this yeah. so much. And yeah. then I go and I just play the music there on all my playlists. Uh, I go do exercise. I'm listening to them. And all of this comes because it's not, I don't just like their music. I also like them. Yes. I'm like, I'm just a fan from now on because I can see you as a real person when you're doing your live stream. You haven't disappeared from my, from, you know, my stream of information. You're still there all the time. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I think that's such a good way to um, remind people that you're still out there, you know? Just mm. because of the lockdown doesn't mean your career is over. Yep. So, totally. yeah, these two are definitely big. TikTok and gaming is um, something that's going to keep on um, getting bigger and bigger because people now are at home. So um, mm. as long as they're at home, they'll have more time to spend on these um, apps and games. Exactly. So if you, if you cannot bring people to your gig, bring your gig to people. Exactly. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, cool. Eva, this is really, really cool. Really interesting, insightful information. I just want to wrap up our chat with uh, some top tips. So you've got incredible experience in the industry. You work with very successful artists. So I would like to know if you're able to give three of your top tips to music creators. Tip number one will probably be keep keep being creative. I know it's, mm -hmm. it's a very difficult time and it might not be the easiest time for you to be productive and creative, but don't, don't stop writing and recording and, um, mm -hmm. you know, performing, even if it's in your bedroom, just keep doing it. Cause mm -hmm. most of the successful artists in the last five years, I'd say they started out from their bedrooms, you know, Yeah. When Phineas wrote Blue Eyes, uh, sorry, Ocean Eyes, um, he didn't think it would get that big. He literally wrote it in half an hour and then... And then he he asked um, his sister to sing it. Mm -hmm. And 
it sounded amazing. So they decided to just put it out there on um, SoundCloud. And look where they are now. So, yeah. so I would say just keep doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And just really, I know it's a cliche to say, but don't give up. Just keep working on your um, on your creativity as a musician. You know, you have mm-hmm. this talent. Don't waste it. Yeah. Number two will probably be um, get your stuff out there. You know, you can you can have uh, tons and tons of songs, and um, but if your music is not out there for the world to hear it, then um, nothing's gonna happen really. So mm-hmm. get your music. Make sure your sound quality is is good and then put it out there for people to okay. mm-hmm. and then number three will be collaborate with people um good one. get on a zoom call um mm-hmm. and just write music together i think it's really important to um keep on communicating with people and keeping in touch with the people you are friends with and also the people who you like playing music with. So keep in touch with these people because the best ideas, they come um, when people collaborate, you know, one person mm-hmm. give an idea and then the other person will develop it. And then a third person will put it into practice and it comes into, into life. And I will give, Tip number four as an Wow, bonus tip, everyone. (laughs) So I know right now it might not be the most practical tip, but Mm -hmm. go to music events, go to music seminars and masterclasses and talk to people, talk to music professionals, talk to music supervisors, give them your business card, get get their email, send your music to Mm -hmm. them. you know, if you want to put your music in um, films and adverts, then talk to the music supervisors and make sure you send them the music in uh, a format that's going to be easy for them to open. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, talk to people, talk to professionals, um, network, because this industry is so connected that everyone knows each other. Everyone met that one person at the gig or at that mm. event or you were emailing him because you needed something from him. So it's yeah. it's very well connected and you know, we we all help each other in one way. So yeah. that would be my, my fourth tip. Just expand your network and always work on that. You know, you can never settle. Just keep on keep on trying to meet new people. You know, LinkedIn is a great opportunity to meet new people now mm-hmm. because obviously now you can't really go to these events. So, you know, if you want to find people, you have a platform to find people. Yeah. And, you know, if you're an artist who, you know, doesn't like this side of the industry, if you don't have a manager find a manager, find someone who believes in you. 
It doesn't have to be a professional. It can be your friend, can be your brother or sister. They just need to believe in you and to see your vision and to like your music, obviously. And then they can help you with the admin stuff and with the networking stuff while you focus on your creativity. Yeah, I guess this comes back to, you know, the collaboration tip because sometimes you 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 need to collaborate so you've got this constant feedback from someone else and then you get to learn from them. So yeah. at the end of the day, you're taking your career as a collaboration as well. So you need to ta- collaborate with someone that has experience and strengths that you do not have. Definitely. Using your friend, for example, will help you um, take it to... to a next step and it's always one step after another and after another yeah sure but then um i guess what i wanted to say is when you when you collaborate with your music friends and uh, or your band or anyone involved Mm -hmm. in the creative side of the music industry then it's a different way of collaboration because they Mm -hmm. artists express themselves through singing and uh, play music and writing music. But when they actually have to go and talk to the music professional, then they don't really feel themselves. And I've noticed with a few people who uh, are my friends, they're artists. I, I know that they find it really difficult to go and talk to people who are not musicians. They can be from the Mm. music industry. They can be music um, industry, you know, representative or from labels, but they find it hard because they can't really express themselves in that way. So that that's mm-hmm. where the manager kicks in and takes over. Yeah. But definitely, as I, I like what you said earlier. Um, your career as a musician is just a collaboration with mm-hmm. everyone around you. Yeah. So it's important to, to keep doing it. Cool. Thank you so much, Eva. I think that you've got... Very interesting insights and experience here. And I hope that everyone that's listening is going to be able to take a few of these tips and opportunities away and apply them on their career. So thank you so much for being here today. You are very welcome. Thank you for having me. It was a really nice chat and I I hope um, people enjoy it. Cool. Thank you so much, Eva. Thank you so much, everyone, uh, for joining us again for another episode of Small Talk No More. I'm Alex, and I'll see you next week. Peace. Peace.